0: Hey everyone, it's Matt and Lucas. We got a quick announcement for you. As some of you may have noticed, we've been kind of alluding to revamping the website a little bit um, and adding some new content on there. Super excited to announce! As of this episode, we are officially live with the website. Go check it out. Thanks for playing. Live. We got a lot of exciting written content on there from everything covering from you know. Our reviews like on Hogwarts Legacy, some think pieces, some reviews on games we're not going to do for the podcast, but exclusive to the website like uh, Destiny 2's Lightfall and a lot of other great stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very exciting. You know, uh, it's been a lot of work basically this year. Matt and I made it a big goal for the podcast to actually have more written content out there. Um, you know, for those of you who've been listening for a while, we've always been in growth mode, you know, trying to promote the yes. pod, trying to get our voices out there. And thanks for playing Um, We're looking to turn into a real content-driven website with, one, all of our regular reviews that we do. So you could always check there for basically the written version of every review we do for this podcast. But additional reviews that we don't have time for for the podcast that are covered by a wide variety of our contributors. Um, Hot Mickey, as you know, a contributor uh chambers who's been on this um producer sam um hyalette orion a lot of great people including some new voices who maybe you guys haven't heard of before so check out thanks for playing live for the latest and greatest in video game nerd culture movie tv content and we hope to see you there now nah, for the episode
0: Hey everyone, it's Matt,
1: and this is Chambers,
0: and this is, thanks for playing,
1: the podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the medium has to offer.
0: Ha! Woo! Let's go. Damn, you know, and I I realized the outline of geeky really is old, because we used to say, now we just say the world has to offer, not medium. (gasps) (gasps) Really? Oh man. Yeah. This is is Red Show. This is Red Show. (laughs) Um, Damn. So we got a fun one today, everyone. Um, I'm not sure the order of things that have been coming out, but I'm pretty sure our Zelda episode on Tears of the Kingdom is going to come out before this episode where we had uh, Hot Mickey, Lucas, and um, Jiggy, who was on our Breath of the Wild episode. It came through for that one as well, Oh, which really? Is really cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I don't know. That's probably coming out before this, but if not, it's a spoiler. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> But um this yeah, is the so rival episode. This is the rival episode. We're splitting things up a bit because well, I have actually played a bit of Tears of the Kingdom. I've played maybe 4ish hours and it's definitely cool. Um I don't have the tenacity to put the probably 50 plus hours all those guys have put into that game so far. Definitely more for Jiggy because I know he streams like almost every day. So I just Damn. would not have any place in that conversation. I just don't have the time to put 50 hours into a video game right now. And um, I don't know, Chambers, have you jumped into Tears of the Kingdom at all?
1: Nope. I uh, I try to stay strong on Team Matt for the remainder. I know,
0: of and, and the Matt's remainder. the one that broke. But I haven't really yeah. played it that much. But I don't know. I just saw too many of like the fly, the Flaming Dick guys. And I was just like, man, I have to at least check it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I will probably check it out. There's, I, I have to play that the new Diablo and street fighter and shit. So there's too many things to get to. I'll, I'll get to it at some point this year, but
0: yeah, I, I played a little bit of the street fighter. I know Lucas has been really up on that. Yeah. Um, but I had cut my thumb and it I was actually hurting my thumb pretty bad to play it. So I'll we'll have to, uh, come back to that one when I'm, uh, when I'm fully healed. But before we jump into it today, Chambers, We had a fun fun weekend, you and I, or I guess last week. How about you tell the people what we're up to?
1: Some debauchery we're up to. So last Thursday, I guess it doesn't matter what day, but last Thursday, me and Mr. Matthew went to Las Vegas for a single night to watch the semifinal of the Nations League Cup. Or Nations League, I don't know what the official title is, but... (laughs) It was a USA versus Mexico, and us as patriotic Americans supported the US um, and also gambled. Uh, But it (laughs) it was was fucking awesome. There was fights on the field, (laughs) fights in the crowd. Uh, It was honestly exactly what I imagined a USA-Mexico soccer game would be.
0: Yeah, it was... um... It was pretty lit, to be honest. <laughs> you know, there were there were four red cards this match, which is pretty insane because, you know, typically these games are pretty intense, but and there's like a lot of like fights that'll break out. But red cards are not always a guaranteed. So seeing four this time around was uh pretty intense. Two on each team. Um, fights were literally breaking out like in the sections around us. Thankfully, all the fans that we were around were very chill and uh, you know, gracious in, in losing. I would say because it was predominantly Mexican fans. Yeah. Um, despite us being in the U.S. That is kind of par for the course in the, you know, I'd say Nevada, Arizona, and California areas um, where you're going to be outnumbered in your own country, <laughs> which when, is fine.
1: When the U.S. scored their first goal, I, we both were kind of like a little afraid to celebrate for a second. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like we stood up and were like freaking out and we yeah. were kind of like looking around. Like... Yeah.
1: Then we just hugged and yelled.
0: Yeah, because uh, it's, like it's like a it's like just it was basically me and Chambers in like a sea of green in our section and then like this one other guy but yeah. Uh, yeah it was a great game US 130 and they went on um on Sunday which yesterday as of this recording went on on Sunday June 18th to win win the Nations League the final which is pretty lit beat um, those filthy canadians beat the filthy canadians 2-0 i got to say though and chambers I, I, you probably noticed this watching the highlights i was very depressed to see how empty that stadium was. And, and I, I understand, you know, it's um, it's a big stadium and it's like 65,000. But I mean, when, when you and I were in there, it was packed and... It was sold um, out.
1: I remember they it was announced was sold out. sold out. 65,000 And I don't people.
0: think even half of that stadium was filled when yeah. we got there. Or when I saw it on TV, which was a bummer for the final in our own home country against the filthy Canadians. I have nothing against Canadians to be prefaced here. <laughs> I mean, um,
1: I feel like if people knew... Mexico was going to be in the final which they were not in the final I think it would have sold out but yeah and it, I'm wondering
0: turnaround... too if maybe a lot of the people that have bought final tickets like maybe a lot of them were Mexican fans and then they just didn't go to the final for obvious reasons
1: yeah maybe um that's what I'm
0: hoping it was because going my lie, I was pretty the win was great and Balagan scored yeah chris richard scored but i was pretty disappointed to see uh see that but last update for me uh i got a ninja creamy everyone i'm gonna be talking <laughs> about this for several episodes at least oh my god um for those that you know it's been on tiktok and on youtube everywhere uh, basically just turns any like milk-based product whether that is an actual like dairy milk or like oat milk you know whatever kind of product almond milk turns please, into ice cream us. pretty much please sponsor god please sponsor us um and it's fucking lit. I just, you know, we're late to this recording. So I was busy downing a pint of ice cream that was like 250 calories and 30 grams of protein. It was lit.
1: Yeah, you've um, ate like three pints of ice cream in the last. I've had three
0: days. one every night since I. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucked up. We're it's getting up.
1: like an ice cream review in the group chat like every day.
0: I know. I've, been, I've just been so excited by it. <laughs> I um, I sent my sister some pictures too, and my family. It's just because I have a big sweet tooth. I really do. I have a yeah. fat sweet tooth, and. This is like, you know, gonna be very helpful to me. I think in maintaining my, attempting to maintain my 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 diet. So it's good. Yeah. It's good. But um, we're not here to solely talk about ice cream, though. I definitely could. I, I could. I could easily fill these another thirty minutes of actually, <laughs> just talking about the ninja creamy. Maybe a future but no, episode. We are talking about a different robotic appliance. That's right, everyone. Today we are talking about the number one scientific murder bot simulator portal two bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Oh. portal two released august 18th 2011 by valve of course the sequel to the famous i was gonna say infamous the famous portal one um portal two is the direct sequel kind of just does everything you love about portal one and um
1: with a little it just bit more sausage.
0: in Portal 2. Um, before we dive into it here, in case anyone isn't totally familiar with uh, Portal, or Portal 2, I should say, excuse me, we're going to do a quick little synopsis and then we can uh, dive into things. So, synoptic. the protagonist Shell awakens in a stasis chambers many years after the events of the first game. She finds herself in a ruined and overgrown Aperture Science facility. Excuse me. I'm burping up ice cream here. (laughs) Guided by the mysterious AI personality, Wheatley. She embarks on a journey through the dilapidated test chambers, overcoming various physics-based puzzles using the iconic portal gun. As Shell progresses, she encounters GLaDOS, the central AI of Aperture Science, who is initially dormant after the events of the first game. GLaDOS reactivates and begins testing Shell once again, but due to circumstances, their dynamic has changed. In the beginning, with Wheatley's assistance, Shell must navigate a series of elaborate test chambers, each presenting new obstacles and hazards, and then face new challenges as betrayal, heartbreak, and all that occurs in Portal 2. Uh, Wow. This game, I I know you and I were bouncing around. Well, let me preface this first. We picked this game to play because Chambers and I wanted to do a co-op game podcast. And Portal 2, which we'll get into, um, the co-op mode has a very good, very very fun co-op mode. And originally, we were actually only going to do this episode on the co-op mode, but the campaign's only like eight or ten hours, depending on how fast it's yeah, get. We had some time, so time to kill. Figured, had some time to kill, so we figured, why not just you know jump into it? But um, Chambers, what's what's your history with Portal? How much did you play? A lot of the original Portal.
1: Um, I played it when I f- like first got a laptop when I graduated college. My my grandma okay. bought me a college laptop and i bought it on steam and i hadn't played it since so i really forgot about it i did during our playthrough i went back and replayed it because it's pretty easy to run through again. yeah yeah um so yeah i i enjoyed it i i thought like the mechanic of it was pretty awesome um but i'm not like mr portal by any means
0: yeah, you? I originally played the first Portal way back when, um, quite a while ago, actually. I had played it, I think I want to say 2013, maybe, um, which is a while ago like after it came out. But that was just when I finally got around to it. Maybe even earlier than that, actually. But I mm. pirated it. No, it was definitely earlier than that. But I pirated it on my PC. It was like one of the first video games I ever pirated it. <laughs> what? No, um, you, no,
1: you didn't. You legally Paid
0: for I it. did actually get called out by like my internet service for pirating, which is a whole other story. But um, hey. yeah, I pirated it, and I loved it. And I never got around to playing Portal 2, but um, this is my first time playing it, and um, it's great. It's awesome. You know, and We'll get into it here. But also, I have bought an actual copy of Portal, the original now. So Valve, don't wow. worry. I have given you my money. <laughs> Honest, Matt. Um, really quickly, just about Valve. Valve is a pretty... Interesting company, actually. I, I just learned recently, um, they're actually like, it's like a socialist company.
1: What? Really?
0: Not socialist. That's like, no, that, that, that's not right, <laughs> it's actually. Ugly. It's like a very...
1: Bernie works for them. Like,
0: well, in, in some ways, maybe like, it, it's a very like employee driven company where like the whole, whole core philosophy is there's like, barring like, you know the main guys like the CEO, which his name escapes me at this moment. There's not like game a very clear game. Well, there's not like a very clear per se, like management structure. And a lot of what they come out with, whether that's the games they work on or whether that's products like the steam deck is it's all employee driven. Um, like they all come together and decide what they're going to work on. Uh... What's going to put out. And I think the reason they can do that is because, well, for one steam just puts out, I mean, I can only imagine the stupid amount of money they're making from Steam just daily, oh, right? Yeah. Like it's the number one games marketplace by far. Um not even not even close actually. So um you know, I think because of that, they truly do get a lot of freedom to just kind of do what they want and work on what they want. With, um
1: With how much money they have, you would think they would put out more games. I feel like for how how valuable the company is they don't come out with games that often
0: they don't i mean it's interesting though because they're in you know like a lot of you know game companies traditionally we think of them just as you know software companies right like whether that's activision making a call of duty or whether or publishing call of duty excuse me whether that's like treyarch developing a call of duty or infinity award whatever or yeah you know um uh, any developer right you think of them as a software company but i mean valve does a lot i mean they're they're doing Steam, they're making hardware. You know, there's a Steam Deck, obviously. I think there is. I could be wrong on this. I think there's a Valve uh VR headset too.
1: Yeah, it is. It's supposed to be one of the best as well. And
0: yeah, it's, I forget which there's like three big ones. There's the Vive, there's Oculus, and I forget what the other one is. I don't know. Um, someone
1: will say it in Discord or something.
0: But um And they make games. So like they they do a lot, and I think because of that, as a company, they can be pretty pretty picky and choosy with what they actually choose to work on as far as games. Yeah. Um, Cause they really do just kind of, you know, stick to what we, they know. We should you know
1: name I mean? some of the games that they, that they make.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, it's a lot of like really iconic ones, to be honest. Yeah. List off a few. I,
1: so, well, I know we've played left for dead. That's a, that's a big one. Obviously portal half-life, the half-life series. I haven't played any half-life. Um, there is team fortress. You played Team Fortress. I know you mm-hmm. did. There's also Dota. Um, I've never played it. It's a MOBA. I know my therapist plays it. That's <laughs> um that's the only person I know that plays Dota currently, but that I know that's uh that was really big in like the 2000s. Um yeah, what else they got? Oh, Counter-Strike. Duh. <laughs> did you ever play Counter-Strike?
0: Uh I played a very small bit. Um, I'm open to jumping into it once that new one comes out, but I think yeah. I'd get I think I'd get wrecked in it to be totally honest. Yeah, me
1: too. I'm beginning to get my head clicked for yeah. sure.
0: I am uh not known for my FPS ability to be That's what I heard. Totally candid. But to, hey, I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they've done a lot and I mean, this game was very well-received and you know, very popular the year it came out. And I mean, just some of the other stuff. 2011 was actually an interesting year for gaming. Some of the more notable yeah. games. Skyrim for one. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. L.A. Noir, which actually is a game I would love to do for the podcast. Have you played I, like, it? Reflect on that. I have. I loved okay. it. Um, it gets a lot of shit because the facial expressions are kind of funny. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's cool i liked it a lot bullet storm which is like a very stylized or stylistic kind of like flex on him type of shooter where you're like encouraged to like oh, did you yeah. did you fuck with bullet storm
1: i know I, I i watched my friend play it and it looked very fun but i, I it's a never good time
0: it. it's a good time um i think it's the same developers that did oh, shoot what is it uh wolfenstein as well as it's not bethesda did they do that? Uh, I could be wrong. Could be mixing it up. Uh, anyways, I am mixing it up. People can fly to Bold Storm. Anyways, Duke Nukem Forever came out, which was actually used as disappointment and a <laughs> oh. Batman: Arkham City came out that year as well. And you know, it won the Game of the Year Golden Joystick Awards, and it won spikes at the Spike Video Game Awards. It won Best PC Game. And uh, wait, Best Arkham
1: PC or Player. or Portal Two?
0: Portal 2, sorry. Oh,
1: hell yeah, cool.
0: So it did, uh, it did a lot. It did it quite a it. bit. Gears of War 3 came out that year too, I think. So quite a lot. But um, so Chambers, you know, we we jumped into the co-op mode first, right? Give me your, your first impressions. Yeah, when you in.
1: oh man. My first impression was coming a- after playing like the original Portal was, oh, th- this is how Portal should be. Like this... If if Portal was only a co op game, like, sign me up, man. It was it was awesome. Like from whatever the first level was, we did, um, and uh, love me some some funny little robots as well.
0: Oh my gosh, what are their names again? Peabody, right? They're like
1: Peabody and Atlas. Um, Peabody so and Atlas. So I think I was Atlas, the little round robot, and then you were the tall one. Peabody. yeah,
0: yeah oh man yeah it's it's great honestly and i I mean intuitively it makes so much sense that portal would be a co-op game right like yeah puzzle solving with your friends i mean something that always just blows me away is just how simple really portal is but how effective and how much depth it can actually have you know uh portal 2 we should say but portal in general and that really just kind of jumps through in the co-op and It's awesome. And what they do really well too. I mean the main, I guess the story mode of that co-op mode is like pretty simple, but then there's also like some pretty interesting and difficult, like, um, extra bonus chambers you could do, which I know you jumped into a bit.
1: Accidental. Um,
0: accidentally. Yeah. But, um, so, so fun. And like puzzles can be frustrating sometimes portals, not very frustrating, but some puzzles can be, you know.
1: Yes. But God, the witness. That stupid. The game. witness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lucas. Um, but God, man, the elation you feel when you, oh man, when you finish that portal, or like when you have that. Oh, like just, just let me, l- let me cook. Like there's so many moments <laughs> where like your eye would like we want to know how to explain something like a puzzle. Yeah. So we would just start like, all right, put your portal there and like, let me do this and that. And i just like, all right, I'm gonna let him cook. Yeah, cook. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least I know that was me. Cause like I had trouble, ar- I just had trouble articulating like no, my same. ideas, but, um, like when you see it all, all come together it's just like, oh man, this is lit. Um, do you have any more thoughts on the co-op mode? Yeah. What well, about the single player?
1: um, no, I'd, li- I'd like to sp- spend some more time on the co-op mode because o- honestly, without getting to the s- single player mode yet, I'd, the co-op was, the for me personally, the highlight. And yeah, that, there was there were some levels where I just couldn't figure it out. And yeah, it's, Matt, you were just like, all right, put your portal here, put your portal there. Jump when I tell you to or whatever. And then there'd be other ones where you'd have your brain is fried and... And I'll take over, you know, and the teamwork that I, I felt when we were working through this was really awesome. There's a lot of co-op games like this where you can get really carried by one person, but this actually requires both people to have some level of skill and to work together. Um, cause you can't, you can't get through it with just two portals. You need, you need everybody's portals to get through every level. Um, and then, yeah, the characters that we played as are really like silly robots that like to high five each other and yeah, e- emote yeah. <laughs> and stuff. That was really cute. Um, the screen, there's a screen sharing mechanic for co op as well that yeah, saved our that's good. Yeah, that's good. because yeah. it's hard for you to say, hey, I need you to put your portal here or there, or I'm looking at this thing. Um, so that, that made it a lot smoother. Um, And I didn't really mind the lack of like, it was a fairly bare bones story. It was like your training to learn how to save humans. And uh, GLaDOS is not super intrusive in the story. Like she, she makes kind of comments here and there about to, to kind of pit you guys against each other. Um, but Overall, like just the the teamwork aspect of it really like um, sold me on the the co op experience.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> the the ending to the co op game or the co op mode is like low key kind of horrifying in some ways because <laughs> oh, yeah. like you literally just find like uh, like thousands of humans in stasis just for Gladys to start testing on. Um, and then there's actually an additional DLC called the peer review DLC, which takes place a week after the co-op campaign where GLaDOS has literally already killed all the test subjects. Oh really? (laughs) By quote, accidentally turning them into killing machines. (laughs) Um, so there's that, but, um, yeah, important to note too, that the cooperative campaign all takes place after the, uh, single campaign, campaign wraps up. Um, and yeah, you you and I had had a pretty good synergy here on this one, Chambers. We really yeah. did. I, I feel like if it had been me and Lucas, there would have been some like Matt. Just what do you Matt? Come on, <laughs> come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were kind of going at the same speed, um, very much the same speed. Um, yeah, it yeah. didn't feel like you were figuring out things way faster than me or vice versa, and neither of us really got mad at each other, um, which is healthy.
0: It's very healthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah me and me and lucas well lucas and i haven't had any bad cop experiences but lately lucas has been grinding my game my, grinding my gears in yeah, gaming that guy we have a we could have another episode about this sometime but man that guy in competitive gaming is rough yeah we'll so have it's a lucas, particularly fighters
1: we'll have a lucas hate episode
0: <laughs> someday yeah well, it'll be on our patreon a will Lucas side or something <laughs> the patreon we don't have <laughs> um but um yeah and just, like, the little things, too. Like, the... Um, what's the word? Like, the emotes were so, like, fun and cute. Yeah. And, like, I know there were a couple times, too, where you... Like, one of us would accidentally leave the other person hanging when we were trying to do a high five or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, oh, shit. And something I, I really loved, too, about the gameplay is it wasn't... I mean, a lot of it is just you need to obviously strategically figure out where to place your portals, which is, like, obvious, right? That's the first level, but... What I noticed for a lot of the levels you and I were working through, there's like a very it's like a very dynamic piece of it too, where as we're going through portals and as we're like midair, we have to shoot new portals and like a lot of very like like it's a very dynamic co op mode in that sense. It's not static where you're just kind of like placing your portals and going, it's very like you need to be ready to shoot a portal midair and then another one as you come out of that new portal. You know, very like quick, very fast. Um, and then the way it all mixes together with like all the new elements, which we'll get into, that is included in this portal that wasn't in the first portal, is just like pretty. It's pretty lit. Yeah, it's pretty lit, especially in the cop. Everything is just like more fun to the umpteenth degree.
1: Yeah, and I noticed because because there's two people, that means each each person. In case you haven't played a portal game, each person has a portal gun and. Each gun, you can create two portals which connect to each other. And I noticed from playing the solo campaign and this co-op mode, because you're having to account for four total portals, there, it was a lot more difficult as a single person to figure out the puzzles um, than it was the... Like, I felt like I flew through the solo campaign compared to this like puzzle by puzzle because i only had to i had to account for your portals and my portals if right. i was going to figure it out on my own so it really did require like two minds a lot of the time to to wrestle through all of these
0: yeah i mean just by nature of it it, it adds a whole nother dynamic but yeah portal mm-hmm. Two co-op um pretty pretty lit but i kind of want to talk a little bit about the the story here, unless you have anything else you wanted to add on to the co-op.
1: No, no. Yeah, we can move on.
0: So I kind of gave the very general synopsis as I always do at the top of the episode. So everything from here on out, everyone just so you know, will be spoiler ish territory. Um, Oh, the story is so simple, but it's so fun. I, I liked it. It's, and I, and we'll get into this too. And I think a lot of it comes from, um, is by virtue of just how fucking good the voice acting is and the delivery of the lines and the writing is what makes the story so good. Because yeah. the story itself is like super simple, right? It's basically you make a new friend, friend saves you, friend turns out to be an enemy. So now you partner with your nemesis to take out the new threat. Yeah. That's that's the basics of the story, right? Wheatley saves you. Turns out he's literally designed by Aperture to be to be quite like a, a moron. The biggest moron ever, basically. Um you don't know this, you end up removing GLaDOS from power. Wheatley loses his shit after that. So you must then partner with GLaDOS, have her be your ally, so you know, take out Wheatley and basically regain control of the facility. Um and Wheatley, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, I think you said you might have been annoyed with him, Chambers, no, but I, I personally I
1: wasn't annoyed with him. Okay, I, I like
0: okay. it. I I loved Wheatley. I thought Wheatley was funny as fuck. Yeah, um he was very calm. The voice actor is so good, it's just like so like just the right amount of like British, you know, like yeah. or whatever the accent. I don't know, Maybe there's like more He specific. was he
1: was I'm not I don't know if he was from Liverpool or from Brighton or something, but he was definitely right.
0: English. Yeah. Um just like that English accent which to an American just makes everything that much more cheeky, you know? Yeah. And this time, (laughs) the British
1: one was the dumb one. Heck yeah,
0: yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) Um, his like stupid one-liners and like his little story arc is so fun to follow. And then Glados, you know, I what was your take on Glados in this game? I actually, I was pretty intrigued by her.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, okay, so yeah, you wake up in the middle of in the beginning by Wheatley. And he kind of guides you through to help. You're trying to kill Glados or finish finish her off, whatever, because you're the person that initially dismantled her. And yeah, you get back to where Glados is in power again. And dude, oh my god, I've Glados annoyed the shit out of me like for the majority of this. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I just wanted her to please be quiet because. <laughs> And on to a lesser degree, Wheatley as well. My my gripe was that she's supposed to be this like hyper intelligent AI that is, you know, all knowing. She has eyes all over however large this place is that you are trapped in. And she's petty as fuck. Because you, a human, tried to kill her, and then now she is like making all these backhanded jokes at you the whole time, which they're like cheeky and clever and stuff. But on a on a science fiction level, it just bothered me that she was being like a like a petty human um, personality, um, even though she was probably programmed that way or whatever. I don't know. Well, how did you feel about her?
0: I loved her. I mean, and I I think that's kind of like, you know, they they talk about this with like Cave Johnson, which who's voiced by J.K. Simmons, right? Where once you're in like the depths of the of the game, um, literally like in the lower levels of the facilities, you know, you, you go through like older testing areas and you get a lot of insight on the history of Portal. Yeah. Or rather the history, I should say, of Aperture Science from Cave Johnson, who was like the CEO and his assistant, Caroline, who. Is essentially it's her mind that is literally uploaded and was like what gives Glados like birth basically yeah you know? um so it makes sense to me in that sense that she has like these human components and it's probably like continuing you know that's like her base and and then she's continuing to learn and and to develop off of that and becoming more of like their own person rather than simply Caroline right. Um, which is indicated by the ending where she literally deletes Caroline from her <laughs> yeah, yeah. From her systems, which is also like high key kind of horrifying as well for Caroline. The one human as- um,
1: aspect of her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, I liked it. And in some ways too, like, you know, I almost, at least for me, I was almost like sympathetic to GLaDOS because like, obviously she clearly has become her own identity, but in a lot of ways, like, Caroline is like literally just in there and like trapped, you know. And she was, it's basically insinuated that she was not necessarily, not necessarily forced to become GLaDOS and have her mind like uploaded, but it is insinuated that, or Cave Johnson is literally like, if you have to force her, like that's fine too, you know, like it was was heavily pressured to do it, heavily pressured to do it, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I, I ended up being a little sympathetic to her, and I loved her. Like, uh, there was this one part too where <laughs> I, I think Cave Johnson is like giving some crazy speech about like we have to burn their house down. When life gives you lumens, you say fuck you, and you burn their house down. Yeah, or something like that. And she's like, "Yes, yes, this guy gets it." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she was all yeah. about it. Wait, we yeah. should.
1: We didn't. We didn't explain who Cave is either for people who haven't played this. Cave Johnson, right? Cave, yeah, he Go ahead. yeah, voiced by J.K. Simmons, si- sick ass actor. Gr- watch Whiplash if you haven't. Um, Cave Johnson is the founder of mm-hmm. of the whole program, um, and everything of, of all the Aperture Science. Yes, he's the founder of Aperture yeah. Science and is founded like it seems like like 1950s nuclear age America.
0: It's kind of got fallout energy to it honestly.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. And um he is interested in like creating um yeah, like crazy technology and just pushing science to its limits and the the whole portal program is kind of just one of the things that they're working on early yep. on. Yep.
0: Yeah, and, and he's an idiot. He guides you through all these early levels. He's clearly an idiot, and you get to just learn about. Yeah, it's cool. You get to like hear about how, over time, like the, um, what's the word? The like image of aperture science basically was declining because they're talking about how in the beginning how you have like literally astronauts and former like Olympians, going yeah. there to test their products, and then at the end of it, it's like. Uh, you're all—they're like literally just getting homeless people off the streets to come test their stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, it probably didn't help
1: that they were dying. That's probably
0: right. Like- yeah, but it, it gives you like a very interesting to insight, just like to the development of the portal gun, and like it drops a really good like bitter foreshadowing where you learn that these portal services are made of lunar dust. Yes, which really foreshadows the end of the game very well. Like a little tidbit to that. Yeah. Um, and also ultimately what ends up killing him because he like inhales moon dust (laughs) which is kind of funny kills cave johnson ultimately um and yeah then ultimately i mean just the ending of the game i think is so awesome just literally opening a portal on the moon to beat wheatley is that was pretty
1: lit that was pretty that was a sick moment for sure yeah Yeah, because i i didn't expect wheatley going into this i didn't think wheatley was going to become a bad guy but when him and um GLaDOS, reverse roles. It, it It definitely made me like both of the characters more. I felt like, yeah, you feel bad for GLaDOS a little bit when you get her backstory right. and stuff. Yeah. And she's not as petty as she as she once was now that she's exactly not all powerful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the ending where she finally lets you out is pretty nice. Yeah. But also, here's a fun tidbit, Chambers. I don't know if you knew this. There's a line of, um, and like people found this in the files of the game, like a recorded dialogue line that wasn't ultimately used. But it basically insinuates that Portal 1 or Portal 2 takes place 50,000 years after Portal 1.
1: No way. Wow. So
0: essentially, they're insinuating that Shell was in stasis that long, essentially, after the first game. Holy
1: shit. I mean, it makes sense, the end end when you walk out of the... Because there's nothing. Yeah, it's just a blank field
0: yeah so also which is kind of funny too because shell probably like died pretty quickly <laughs>
1: yeah like, just exposed no to the humans.
0: elements no no more humans no training on how to survive any of that no <laughs> like cake. um no cake you got the companion cube though which is pretty. oh nice.
1: yeah they spit that out with you that's that's the only yeah thing she gives you
0: the only silver lining there but um yeah really really just fun story the personality cores are all hilarious just good stuff Um, moving on to game design. Yeah. We already talked about, I mean, everyone knows what portal is. I feel like we don't have to actually spend like a crazy amount of time here, but I mean, you know, it's just so fucking good. Like everything about it just works. It's so simple, but it's so effective because it is so simple, but they do it fucking perfectly for what it is. Um, some new things that were in this edition of portal that were not in the, um, original version were, they have lasers now, um, light bridges, and then the blue, orange, and white goo. The and goo. I just remembered as well. The goo was awesome. Yes. And then they also have as well um, like anti-gravity ray gun type of things that can oh. reverse, push you forward or push you back. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty awesome additions. The bridges, all that was cool and everything. The, the goo, which at least in the single player. I don't think it featured at all in the co-op campaign, but the in the or actually it did, sorry. It did in the
0: There wasn't any of the white goo in the No,
1: co-op the white goo. Oh man, love me some I just want to get white goo all over. That <laughs> That was dope. So the 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 different goos, the blue, if if you get blue goo on the floor, that makes you bounce really high. The orange makes you run really fast. And so obviously those are cool mechanics to introduce into a portal level for puzzle solving. But then the white one, anywhere that the white covers, you can put a portal down there. And that, yep. oh man, I was just going crazy with the white goo all over everything when uh, <laughs> when the when the opportunity arose. Um, I, I wish that that was almost introduced earlier because it felt like the those just introduce an extra layer of complexity to all the puzzles.
0: Yeah, I actually, I, I was a little stumped on a couple of the white goo ones just cause I was having trouble. Like, how do I get this to like get, how do I get goo down here and up there? You know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but it was awesome. And I wish they had that in the co-op campaign and some or form too. But, um, when, you know, it's such a simple game, but when it blends so well, like, with the voice cast, I think in particular, and and the, the, all the written lines and everything that are spoken, just because you're not like distracted from any, any of it, no, like it's just overlaying your gameplay. But it's just, just so like you don't have to focus too hard on the game to where you're not paying attention to the voice lines. And I think for me at least, like the dialogue and just all that, those pieces of it is kind of one of the bigger draws of it. Um, yeah. so the game doesn't take away from any of that, which is good. But it's also still very fun and they introduced a really cool co-op mode like we already talked about which is just like you know they took everything they did in portal one and just made it better to the umpteenth degree in portal two yeah um my god i still to me like still one of the best things just like you know when you find a place where you have to shoot a portal down in a hole and you shoot down there and you shoot somewhere shoot it somewhere higher and you just like launch with crazy momentum once you go through it it's just like it's very satisfying. Guys only it's want one thing and it's disgusting. One thing is
1: disgusting. Oh, <laughs> it feels so good. Yeah, when you it get does. one of those when you just fall really far and you just launch across a level. Oh, and
0: like man. there's like the kind of the sound that builds as you're gaining momentum. Like the the, shh, whoosh. the whoosh. Yeah. Oh my it's so God, so great than a
1: sound barrier. Yeah. Dude, it's lit. Oh man. And somehow you're okay
0: because you have those crazy boots or whatever. But um Oh yeah. Dude really random not really tied to anything I guess kind of game design but the like cubes that Wheatley made the cube slash turrets were like the funniest things in the world
1: because oh, they had like turrets kind of crammed into them <laughs> yeah
0: it was like low key kind of like body horror yeah so. it was <laughs> it was
1: It was totally like if body parts were sticking out of these cubes and they it, were it
0: reminding me of like the thing kind of yeah
1: yeah where it's just yeah. arms and and faces sticking out of it yeah it actually was annoying i didn't realize until a couple levels in that those cubes were actually the the body parts the robot body parts that were sticking out of them could actually move the cubes because i yeah would, you had to be careful yeah, yeah i would throw the cube on a button and then it would like walk off of the button because yeah and i'd have to flip around the cube so it couldn't walk
0: but, you had to make sure they were like Right side up, so they're like turtles on their back, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was a really yeah. funny little detail they added. Yeah, awesome. Uh, art style.
0: Or do you have anything else on game design?
1: Um, no. Like the, I feel like the contemporary, like minimalist futurism that the game has going for it is like very suitable to. the, the more the more bare bones it is, like y- you really don't need to to add too much to the art style because the the regular portal mechanics are so great. And then it moves to that like fifties nuclear futurism kind of style, which I think also works pretty well with the game.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think you kind of nailed it on the head. Um, I will, I did really love getting to see more like the underground side of um, aperture because you do get a bit of that towards the end of the game in the first portal where you kind of go off track to avoid getting killed. However, um, seeing it here where you're like truly in the depths of aperture science, right? Like thousands of meters below the ground, just seeing how insanely massive, you know, this, these facilities truly are. It's crazy when you think about it, it's like literally hundreds of miles of of square miles, right? Of just like, it's, it's, it's wild. It's, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that exists somewhere, right? With the government, but (laughs) Um seeing it like that is just it's crazy seeing that in the game. Um and I really loved getting to see all the chambers how degraded they are and just like lost the time they kind of yeah, are. Yeah,
1: that was um, that was really cool. There were certain spots you wouldn't be able to throw down a portal cuz it was just like falling apart.
0: So degraded. Yeah. Um and it was cool too cuz a lot of what you were going through like the test chambers from the uh original game too.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, like one of the first ones you go back into when uh, when you do like reactivate her basically is um, it's like the one that you wake up in in Portal 1.
1: Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. You know, another little Easter egg I noticed. I, can, I couldn't tell you which level it was in the solo campaign, but I, I was looking where, where, where to put my portal and then I see something move in the background and... In one of the levels, one of the co-op robots is in it, and it like just runs by in the oh, background. Oh no shit! Yeah, and oh, I I had God to like reload that... it, <laughs> reload my save <laughs> to s- see it again. But um, yeah, they they put there. It's probably in it more than once, and I just didn't notice. But I know that the the co-op robots are are kind of hidden within the solo little thing. Easter
0: eggs all over. Yeah, oh, interesting. Pretty cool. More you know more you know um and yeah i mean you know the game is made in source and we all lucas and i in length especially at the beginning of the podcast cause i feel like we played a lot of source games for whatever reason um you can kind of spot a, a game made in source a mile away yeah <laughs> it has a very specific look um that said i mean they made the most of what they have for sure i think the game actually looks even better than the original portal yeah
1: um, not the sexiest engine in the world
0: but no, but very effective, obviously. Yeah. Um, and it's good. It's good stuff. Um, sound design. Kind of. Kind of went into it a little bit already, but God, the sound design. Every site, yeah. Every piece of the sound design in this game is so satisfying. You know, first just starting with like the game sounds, like you and I were just talking about the whooshing, like when you gain momentum, or like if you're on the like orange goo. It almost sounds like you're like charging something up as you run faster and faster on it. It's like, Um,
1: The Um, when
0: you, when you you jump on something. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's, it seems like it'd be so simple, but you know, someone was like literally tinkering on just those specific sounds for months to get it just right now. Um, so, so good. And then the soundtrack I loved, it's like, robotic and futuristic and i noticed a couple times too where like if i was making a really cool jump like or figured out like a more difficult puzzle particularly in the single player campaign like the it got like just more i guess intense and like the soundtrack would really pick up yeah
1: it would there would even be spots where because there's a few levels where there'd be kind of easter egg little areas you could sneak your way into that sure. weren't really part of solving the puzzle that you'd go in there and the, the music would get more dramatic to like let you know, you're going to see some sort of like creepy backstory or something.
0: Yeah. Did you discover a lot? I didn't really find too many of the Easter eggs this time around.
1: Um, like a lo- I know
0: there's a lot with like the rat man, I think is like a big one.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I haven't done a lot of like portal lore reading, so I don't really know. Like, the, the, there will be stuff scribbled on walls that I, I honestly am not not sure what the, who's writing it or what. I It did seem like from a lot of those graffiti Easter eggs that people seem to be, like, almost worshiping Shell as a savior of some sort for, like, taking down GLaDOS. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, there, there was a few like that. There was one in a level where it was, you could get in a whole like back office area that, um, had a bunch of scribbles and stuff all over. And, uh, nice. yeah, that's all that was there. I was hoping there'd be more, but yeah, there, there's a few of those in there.
0: Yeah. If you're willing to dig around, I'm pretty sure there's like a lot of like little areas again into like that, but yeah, I know they're not all, um, as obvious as some of, uh, some of the others maybe, but, um, that's okay. Yeah. All right. Um, the voice acting in this game is like, I've already gushed about it, but, um, ever, everyone in this game kills it, whether it's GLaDOS, whether it's Wheatley, whether it's the other, you know, um, JK Simmons, whether it's the fucking turrets, like yeah. so, so good. Um, they're all funny. Shout-outs. Yeah, they're all funny. Shout-outs to Steven Merchant. He voiced Wheatley. shout outs to J.K. Simmons. He voiced... Um, shit, what's the name? Cave Johnson. Um, The Defective Turrets were voiced by Nolan North, and he also voiced the Corrupted Cores that come in at the end of the game. Oh, wow. And then Ellen McLean voiced all the turrets. I read that um,
1: she also voiced like some AI in Pacific Rim.
0: Um, she's done she, yeah, she's done a few things and she's done a lot with Valve in particular. Yeah, she's voiced um the administrator in TF2, several characters in Dota 2. She voiced the witch in both Left 4 Dead and Left oh, 4 Dead. Oh, no I'm sure it was an interesting experience. Dang. Um, just screaming maniacally into a microphone. <laughs> yeah, and then um, she voiced something called the combined Overwatch in the Half Life series. I'm not too familiar with that, this, I haven't played it, but um. Yeah, I mean, just like an incredible, incredible cast. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite performances actually came from Nolan North. The defective turrets just like cracked Ooh, me up. Those
1: like, um, yeah, the, they're like the they'd be black or dark gray. They'd and be they and they like couldn't fire. Yeah, those were really funny. Yeah,
0: so funny. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, they, um,
1: they'd. It, the regular turrets are funny too they um, but they're so polite yeah they're really polite killing machines uh, I totally forgot that that was even a thing those are those were hilarious yeah and then um
0: he also voiced the corrupted cores at the end and those all absolutely uh cracked me up there was one just spitting off like fake historical facts yeah
1: uh and which was just funny as hell. i started again. really listening and i was like wait that's that's not one world that's War not II right was... yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: i could have listened to that thing go on for hours to be honest yeah. but um so so good and then ellen absolutely crushes it you know she does i think the, the ending song as well she's um, a trained
1: opera singer so it, right it makes yeah sense that she would sing the end song
0: um and i mean the ending song is honestly really really good so yeah. I love the J.K. Simmons as Cave Johnson. That's like fucking perfect casting because everything in his voice portrays like that 50s, like, ah, oh, fuck it, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about the ethics. Yeah. You know, like, it's like. Yeah, he's. I, I can't think of better casting for a character like yeah, that. Yeah, he's
1: got an asshole 50s dad vibe about him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, exactly. he played, a, what's his name in Spider Man? Um, his- J
0: or not J K. Um, J Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. kind of
1: has similar energy? Um, yeah. So he plays
0: him in the most recent Spider Man too, which is kind of funny.
1: Oh sh- damn. I I gotta he watch came Spider-Man back in
0: a or, or not not Spider Verse. Sorry. Um.
1: Oh, the- I mean, he
0: played him in toby Maguire's trilogy. Yeah, and then he played that- him in um. What's the it has Tom Holland's trilogy too. He makes small appearances in the final two movies. Okay, that's pretty sick. Yeah, dang. As like a different version that has like a YouTube show instead of like the Daily Bugle or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like kind of like an Alex Jones type, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: dope. Yeah.
0: Um, anything else on uh, sound design from you?
1: Um, no, not really. It was pretty like every everything about th- these games. Even though this has stuff added onto it, is fairly bare bones so there's i think we've literally listed every character already that appears in this game there's not many characters not many voices not a lot of music um yeah but everything that is there is extremely well executed and satisfying
0: yeah agreed agreed all right ooh npc award chambers who you got you start
1: um my npc award can I? I guess this is technically a playable character, but the compa- like the the robots that you play as in the co op mode, I thought were really hilarious. Um, the,
0: well, shit, Chambers! If it was favorite character award, we call it that. Fuck. All
1: right, all right. If I wasn't, <laughs> if I wasn't breaking the rules, then I would pick Cave Johnson for sure. Um, the J.K. Simmons character he i didn't expect to hear a third voice like in the game at all and he was very idiotic i think his backstory was that he was like a like a carpet salesman or something like that that somehow ends up founding a science company science <laughs> and that's that's kind of why the the company is run so horribly is because he's an idiot he's just a, a good you know just a guy yeah, he's a good bullshitter, and um yeah, he plays I love how he just calls everyone, oh, the
0: lab boys told me I can't do this <laughs> yeah <motherfucker." laughs> yeah,
1: he's a he's a great like powerful moron, he's like what you would be afraid the the president would be, um, it's like a kind of like trump <laughs> yeah, yeah, somewhat um a character like that, and uh so. His character made me laugh the most, I would say. Like every character in this kind of has their own sort of dry humor. But yeah, yeah. I mean, J.K. Simmons is such a great actor as well. It's that they they really got a fucking A lister for that part.
0: Yeah. And you know what I really appreciate about that too is, um, you know, that's not always a guarantee that celebrities will make is, you know, voice acting is its own art form separate from acting, I think. Yeah. So it's not always a guarantee that actors will also make good voice actors, like AAA actor, or AAA? A- A-list, A-list actors, list, huh? I was thinking of like AAA Game. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, like, Jackie Simmons crushed it here, but I mean, one of the best examples I can think of is, um, there's this game called 12 Minutes Lucas and I played, uh, published by Annapurna. It's a fucking weird game, really pretty bad game, actually. Um Damn. But... It was interesting enough the premise for us to play. Anyways, um, yeah, we played this game called 12 Minutes and it had Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy in it and Willem Dafoe. Whoa, Willem Dafoe damn. was all right, but yeah, fucking like huge actors, right? Yeah. But James, James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley were so bad. They just it, phoned like, it in. It sounded like it was just so... You could just tell like they were probably given very little... You know, maybe it is part of like the direction they were given. That's always a factor of thinking, but like like the way they would say things like wouldn't match the situation that was happening uh, like on in the game it was just like not yeah not good. Or do you remember
1: but, when Kevin Spacey was in a Call of Duty? Um
0: I do. He was in I think it was Modern Warfare 3.
1: Yeah, and then actually. Kit Harington, the guy that plays Jon Snow in uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, was he in one? I think it was Infinite Warfare. One one uh, of the, you know, during that shitty era of COD. Um he was in one of those. But, yeah. Um,
0: I don't think I dislike Kevin Spacey in Modern Warfare 3, if I remember. But I also probably wasn't thinking very critically about games back then. Not,
1: not his best role. And
0: Kevin Spacey is not a great guy these days no. in general. So, no. is he still acting?
1: No, he got blacklisted once they found out he, like, Pretty much done. sexually assaulted a, people. Like,
0: key, a pedo. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not a great guy.
0: Not a great guy, turns out. Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, well, I had Cave motherfucking Johnson as well oh okay um hard, hard to beat pretty much for all the reasons you just mentioned but love them so funny i love that like can do like now ah, we'll figure it out nah don't worry about it. it it just it cracks me up yeah cracks me up clearly like yeah it's just like that fifth like that boomer generation mentality i don't know it's it's beautiful i loved it um companion piece pick Oof. chambers i don't know if, have you well actually i want to take a pause with chambers have you been on a formal game episode yet
1: No, I, uh, no, I haven't. I'm always just like, because when when
0: I sent you the outline, I just, I assumed you would have had it, but I was like, Oh
1: no, I, this was like a big moment for me. I was like, damn, just me and Matt taking on the world. I would never, never been on a formal game review. The the first one I was on was the last of us show review. And then I've Mm, been on like topical stuff since my first time.
0: Well, I'd love to hear your companion piece pick then, because you know you can always tell a lot from someone's companion piece pick.
1: <laughs> well, a, a lazy pick would be portal. Um if Well you, you, gotta, uh, you gotta Oh it's gotta be non video game. The medium, I just realized. But, oh, yeah. you know what? Okay. Yeah, sorry. My non video game one is ex Machina. Um I think that
0: That's with Christian Bale, right?
1: No, Christian Bale isn't oh, I'm thinking
0: of the machinist, sorry. Yeah, different. Yeah. Very
1: different. Um, I'll give you the actor right now. It's a really good British actor. So Oscar Isaac plays uh, one of the main characters, and then the protagonist is uh, Domhnall Gleeson, um, Br- British guy, tall, uh, ginger. Good actor. But anyways, uh, the reason I pick Ex Machina, I think they both share similar themes they are both kind of like sci-fi horror, even though portal is a lot more humorous than ex machina.
0: Oh, he plays a Weasley.
1: (laughs) Does he really, does he play the older brother, the twins?
0: I think he plays the one that marries floor. I mean, I'm checking his Wikipedia, right?
1: Uh... (laughs) Fuck. I did not know that. Yeah. Bill Weasley. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. No worries. (laughs) So, um, yeah that that movie is kind of about ai gone wrong and the main theme of this game is kind of like science is not something that can solve every problem and when used very loosely it can actually be incredibly evil and i think that that theme carries into ex machina as well so if if you're into being afraid of AI um, and a small cast of really great characters, I think that is a great movie to watch. Um, not going to be as funny; it's going to be way more terrifying. But yeah, the, have you seen *Ex Machina*? I've not. Oh, no, dude. I need to. you you would probably like it. It's it's a really good movie. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my really companion nice. piece. What about you?
0: Oh, he played General Hux too. I knew to recognize him.
1: Oh yeah, he did in uh in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck those movies.
0: Yeah, they're not great. Um, I went with a book actually. Um, oh, sick. I went with uh, All Systems Red. It is a book from the series called The Murder Bot Diaries. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Um, basically, it's like set in the far, far future where. Um, it's actually the, prim- the the world that's built around it is actually very similar to the world building of um the like the lore of outer worlds if anyone that's a game I've- we talked about a lot on the podcast one that we did for the podcast but basically like where pure capitalism far reaching space everyone's like trying to explore and like mine stuff on new worlds for corporations and shit basically um, and very very far in the future and What Pete? What they sell is a lot of they sell basically these security bots, which you can take on your like expeditions with you, basically onto new planets for safety reasons, Um, and they're like half organic, like half robot, like with a lot of like you know lab grown human flesh basically imputed into them. So it's almost like. Are the human? Are they not? Kind of thing like it gets very like gray. Yeah, and it's also like very funny because the book basically follows like this one bot, robot, security bot that basically finds a way to hack their own module, so they're no out. They no longer have to like follow their, um, like their their orders basically. Oh, their wow. protocol, so they can do whatever they want. And he literally, I guess it, it it's portrayed. I think it's a he. It meant to be a heap. I guess it's a robot, so I don't know if I. I'm not trying to get canceled. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll call it the robot. It's um, famous. like literally, just uses it though. It, it like just does whatever it's told, anyways. And literally, all it uses its freedom for is just watching like Netflix, basically. Like just just relax and watch Netflix and watch what they call like just the entertainment feed and just do whatever it's <laughs> want it wants. But um, of course, like you know, stuff ensues and like they go on like kind of an adventure and it kind of gets into the question of like is this thing even a robot? Is it human? Like, um, I've only read the first book. There's several in the series, but, um, it's good and it's funny and it's mostly a comedy, I would say, but it also has like a lot of interesting moments of like, kind of like more intense moments, I would say. Yeah. Um, and, uh, highly, highly recommend it. You know, it's a good book. Yeah. Okay. I'll read it. (laughs) All right. Chambers. Me.
1: Favorite moment. Favorite moment um, would probably be somewhere in the co-op campaign. There was there was a point where it was just getting like the the difficulty because the, in the co-op campaign there's like five levels, so each one would get progressively more difficult. Yeah. And there was one actually, it might have been those side levels that we didn't. Shouldn't have started as early as we did where there was, there was just catapults and like weird side rooms and stuff that I had no idea how to navigate it. And I think you were, I don't know if you were taking a shit or what, but um, (laughs) I was so lost. And then you came back and you were just like, Oh, I got it. And you figured out the whole thing. And, um, I didn't actually do that much in that one, but it was just like, oh man, this is like, this is really cool. being a team in, in this game. Right. Um, just like I, when it just doesn't work for you and you need another set of eyes and you know, that that's all you needed. And um, we fucking blazed through it. I, I couldn't say which specific level that was, but um, yeah, that, there's that. I, I guess I'll give a another moment, which is probably at the 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 end of the co op campaign, where they kind of the robots find out that they made it to the end and stuff, and that um, she was lying that they were saving humans and they're actually gonna start testing. And you kind of expect yeah. the robots to be sad about that. But then they start cheering and 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 celebrating, just like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, partying, and then they explode. I thought that was a really funny ending for the that campaign. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those two moments for me.
0: Yeah, I'll do one for co-op and one for the single player campaign too. Okay. Kind of what you were saying with the co-op, because I, I think I remember like one you were talking about in particular, where like I got up to do something and then like I sat back down. and I was just like, "What are you talking about? Like, just just do that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Well, there were yeah i mean you and i both had our fair share moments where like one of us had no idea what to do and the other one was like oh no i got this like yeah let me cook um and there were a lot too where we were just genuinely like there was one in particular towards the end like the last quarter of it maybe where you and i were just like bro i have no idea and we were generally on there for like 30 40 minutes just like troubleshooting yes does this work does this work um and just that that process was uh was super fun um, i don't know if you remember there was like i don't even know how to describe it but it, it had like the goo and you had to like get the goo on like lower level platforms and i don't know it was a mess and it was just very confusing cuz it also used the uh, like the the beams and we basically yeah. had to, like slingshot to a broken um, catwalk but anyways those just those moments in general were awesome but by far my favorite single player moment which is the space moment is like so iconic because, like, you see this, you see the moon, and you're like, wait a minute, lunar dust. Yeah, shoot it up there. Oh my god, and the way the music plays, like, how crazy it all gets. The personality core is just like, finally, space. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of behind, <laughs> he's jacked. behind him, just interjecting the whole time.
0: So, so funny. Um, and such a good ending. And I, I honestly thought the end of the game was very good. And when you get the companion piece at the end, there, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. All right. Nitpicks. Honestly, I don't really have any. What about you?
1: <laughs> so when I went coming into this review, it was gonna be the personalities of all of 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 Glados, more specifically, but kind of all of the characters being a little too funny. Um, I, I initially I kind too of funny. <laughs> I. I think this game would play well as just a more serious sci-fi horror game, but I don't know. Now that we're we've talked it through, I kind of that doesn't bother me anymore. Um, it's kind of
0: funny. This happens to Lucas and I a lot, where we'll be talking about a game and then like it'll change bit like our our thoughts on it yeah. will change midway or like our final score because we're like, oh, actually that is pretty. Cool. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that does. Now sound I kind cool of here. like
1: the level of humor that was in it. That said. Um, game mechanic nitpick probably is the difficulty i wish that the solo campaign was a little more difficult it felt like a it, it felt like it was built for someone who did not play the first portal and so the first like half of the game or first third felt like you just picked up Portal for the very first time. They were way too easy of levels, in my opinion.
0: It is very easy to start, yeah. Did you play any of the community chambers?
1: I played a, f- a few. Um,
0: how was the difficulty level there?
1: They were a lot more difficult, but the way the downloadable content works, the user-created chambers, is they're pretty limited on how much space they can take up. And so... Because of the limitation in space, the difficulty is also limited. So they weren't as hard as I thought they'd be, but they were definitely a lot more difficult than the average um, vanilla portal chamber. chamber,
0: yeah. Yeah, nice, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's valid, like wanting it to be a little tougher, especially coming off the co-op campaign. That was actually pretty difficult, you and I both agreed. Yeah. Um, or at least parts of it were, especially like the bonus ones. Um For sure. I remember in the beginning, like I didn't even realize we were doing the bonus chambers to begin with, and I was like, "Oh, this is this whole game going to be like, I know, dude, this is going to take a while." Because we went from
1: the first level of five to the bonus chambers, which are honestly more difficult than any of the main co-op levels
0: or single player for that. Yeah, they were so hard. Yeah, (sighs) yeah. But uh, yeah, I I didn't mind the difficulty level personally in the single player campaigns. I was I felt like gameplay enjoyment, I got that out of the co-op mode, and then I was just enjoying like all the the voice acting yeah. in the game. So that didn't detract from me. So. That's fair. None for me. This game's great. All right, alternate names. I'm excited for this one. What do you guys <laughs> <ever> <laughs> okay, think? Okay, so
1: this is... Because this is a sequel, this would be an alternate name for, I guess, the, the series. And even though I think Portal is the perfect name for it, a funnier name for a portal would be hole. And this would be hole too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just hole. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the portals would be more circular in that case instead of a
0: little less, little less, little less. Oval. Then, yeah. They wouldn't be oval. shaped. Then you'll have GLaDOS with some random voice lines. Yeah. Like, like from the holes movie, like, <laughs> like, like shell will be like GLaDOS. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of solving all of these puzzles. <laughs> That's just That's too-, too damn
1: bad. Oh my God. That'd be a great. <laughs> ah, I love that
0: movie so much.
1: Shout out to holes. Uh,
0: okay. Holes. I got one that a little more wordy. I went with the real housewives of Aperture Science.
1: <laughs> all the pettiness between all the, all the AI characters. and Yeah. Stuff. That's pretty funny.
0: I, uh, I chuckled to myself as I typed that one out. <laughs> Totally. All right here. Well it it says on my outline here has this earned the Lucas Luna seal of approval? But um has this earned the um the chambers seal of approval um stamp of God?
1: Um (laughs) yes, yes, it's it's got the God stamp on it. Um, I would. That sounds kind of sick. Yeah, actually, this is I'm a game. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely recommend this game. Um, to honestly, people even who haven't played video games really ever like. If I was gonna have, I don't know. I, everyone I know plays video games, but if I was gonna, if I was gonna have somebody like try a video game out for the first time, I think that this would, this or the first Portal, the Portal series would be a great intro into. Games. it's like a simple premise you don't you're not really rushed to figure out the puzzles um yeah literally anybody should play this it's a fun game and it doesn't take that long to beat uh got stamp of god yeah
0: stamp of god um this does have my segway of approval um (laughs) obviously i love this game um i think it's great uh, I, I think Chambers, I think you just made a really good point specifically around the most veteran gamer can like this. And then also this is like this perfect introduction to games for someone that may not understand games that well or hasn't played a game before. Yeah, super accessible. Um because it's it's very accessible, it's very easy. Not necessarily very easy, but like it's very easy to pick up. Then also has a good amount of depth of it, yeah. Depth to it as well, I think. Um so yeah. It's awesome. And it's just funny as hell. I, I like I like love like that kind of like dry humor. Um so like all the humor in this is just like great eh, to me. I, I fucking love it personally. Yeah. Just ah, so good. So many good one-liners. And the delivery is so good too. Like GLaDO's like, Oh, how are you doing? Cause I'm a potato. Yeah. Do you Oh <laughs> the- Do you remember
1: when she uh when she makes fun of you for being an orphan for like not having Dude, parents that yeah. we even saw that there's like a tick tock or whatever. Yeah. Where yeah. a dad got mad because he has, he had an adopted kid that saw that and was like triggered. Um, and it was on the news. <laughs> it was really fun.
0: That's, um, Both funny and also sad. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. (laughs) I I
1: laughed a lot at it though.
0: Not gonna lie. It it is very funny, but also like I kind of low key can like understand where that. Yeah, yeah. I would feel so bad if I was that dad. Like about like you're like you're insecure kid. Like you know you're adopted, and like maybe like your relationship at that time is shaky or something with your adopted parents, and then you just get that coming at you. Yeah. Or
1: I don't. Was it? i forget which character actually made fun of you but they said fatty fatty no parents that's what they they said to you oh wheatley said that. <laughs> yeah that wheatley yeah, yeah. Said that. <laughs> that was hilarious oh so
0: funny all right um all right we've come to the point of the podcast where chambers and i will each give our readings out of 10 and we will add them up together for a score out of 20 um this is the penultimate score it absorbs everything ign kotaku Pootie Pie, all of them. Goats. So Chambers on a on a one. We will give our ratings out of ten. Okay. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, eight. 10. Oh. You really hesitated for me to finish there. No, um, I'm sur- an eight. I'm surprised Chambers expand. Uh,
1: I would love to give if I was allowed to give a decimal. I'd give this an eight point five, but I want. I wanted I just wanted more. Okay. I love I love the core gameplay. I love the characters. I wanted I just wanted more. It felt like it could have been longer, harder. Um I, d- I just wanted to be challenged more. And that's why that's honestly the main reason why I didn't give it um like a a 10. For, for for the amount of time that you get to play it, it's fucking awesome. But it introduces like more mechanics like the goop and stuff that I felt like I, w- I wish I got to spend more time with these awesome mechanics.
0: Um Well, I'll tell you what, Chambers, they're actually I, I forget the names of them right now, but there's a lot of really cool mods that have been made for the game. Um like oh, literally dude. like full story mods. Like full campaigns basically. Jesus um, okay and they actually are very well received i think some of them are literally even on steam because valve is obviously very like mod friendly yeah um okay so i i would recommend i don't uh, you uh take a peep okay those if you're looking for more content yeah
1: damn now i feel guilty for giving it at eight
0: hey man you gotta own it yeah you all right it. i'd not yeah f-
1: fuck guilt <laughs> All right. Eight. And I
0: think they're free too, the mods. And they're literally free on Steam. Yeah.
1: So, which oh is my like
0: kind of crazy. Um, Let me take a quick peek and see if I can find one. Uh, Damn. Not off a quick search. But yeah. Very, you know, oh, community made mods for this game. There's one called Portal Reloaded, um, Portal Revolution. Wow. Portal, Portal Mel is a really popular one. 19,992 reviews, all overwhelmingly positive. Um, it literally follows like a new test subject named Mel. Dang. Um, a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, a lot
1: of stuff. Damn. Okay. <sighs> if I would have known that.
0: Portal Reloaded is really cool, actually, from what I've seen. Portal Reloaded actually ha- it introduces a third portal.
1: Oh. What? A,
0: a, a green portal that takes you back and forth 25 years into and out of the future oh
1: my god bro what
0: so like you'll have to do shit like between the you know the past and the future yeah like like, titanfall 2 is exactly yeah that's exactly god dude what
1: damn oh i wish i would have knew this before i gave a score fuck all right
0: hey man you gotta gotta do your research but yeah (laughs) <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of really cool mods coming out, I think. And there's another one coming out, out soon 10. actually called portal revolution. Um, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. I mean, it's a very well supported game, Yeah, which is very cool. Um, and obviously valve is very friendly to all that, which is, you know, really, I think special as well. Cause that is not always, uh, I mean, that's not always guaranteed, you know? Yeah. Um, like imagine Nintendo seeing that shit, bro. Oh my god, they'd oh, freak yeah.
1: out. Yeah, <laughs> they'd put me in jail.
0: Whew. All right. Um this is good. We went for a while. That was cool. Yeah. Uh Chambers, you got anything else you want to add to this one, baby?
1: Um I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by my rating. I'll own up to it. <laughs> no.
0: If you guys heard some sound, I apologize. <laughs> my speakers just went off. It's
1: okay. Um yeah, I'll stand by my rating, I'll defend it. I want I want more more of the vanilla stuff, uh, more more hard shit. Um, yeah, this is a great game. Any anyone, if you're thinking about trying out video games, try this game. Yep,
0: I love it, and I stand by my ten out of ten. Check out this game; it's funny as hell. It's great. It's friendly to newcomers, friendly to veterans. I think everyone can find a lot out of this. And if like chambers, you want more, once you finish it up. Got some really lit community mods out there too that are all very well received as well. Oh, yeah. And they're free. What more can you ask for? All right. Uh, as a reminder, everyone, you can uh, find the podcast on at TFE Podcasts. That's at TFE Podcast, then S at the end. That is TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram where you'll find all that uh, as well. You can also find our website at thanksplayingpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I can choose the email there. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Let us know what you think about Chambers' silky, milky, smooth voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Or just you know, we're doing mailbag episodes sometime soon. So go ahead and send in some questions. Um. And what else? What else did I plug? Thanks for playing. Live. Go to thanks for playing. Live and go website. there to find our website where we have written content as well as links to all of our socials. And additionally. Most importantly, you can very easily find a link to our Discord there. Coming out in the Discord is a good time. Best place to get in touch with myself, Chambers, Lucas, Hot Mickey, anyone really in the podcast. It's awesome. We got fun and little community there that's been growing recently significantly, which I love to oh, see. Yeah. Coming out, it's a good time. Uh, you can also find the Discord invite in the link tree and any of our social media handles. Or you can shoot us to the email, like I said, at pod at gmail.com um ask for an invite link and i'll personally send one back to you as well as with a selfie possibly with um without a shirt a selfie of me with my without my shirt and with me eating my ice cream um oh <laughs> wow It can be very saucy start starving only fans uh all right everyone this has been thanks for playing catch you next time Scooby Doo. Thanks for playing as a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Samuel Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Roll Call Bunch and Red Circle.